chances are, if you've had an argument with somebody, at some point they told you, back in my time, back in my days, things were different. There's a good chance that many of us have had these uncomfortable arguments with people from previous generations about changes to life and culture throughout the decades. This has generated a bit of an online war where people on social media have been attacking each other based on the time that they were born. So it is a fatal four-way bout scheduled for one fall between the baby boomers. Generation X, not DX, Generation X, the millennials, and Generation Z. So we're gonna be talking about this generational divide in a very fascinating conversation on another episode of A Cast of the Past with a brand new episode available each and every Sunday with yours truly, Juan from Puerto Rico. And joining me from London, Ontario, we have with me Keith Hamilton. Now, Keith, in your case, how Hi. much do you think generational divides actually create a division within our community? Because it feels like people always blame the millennials regardless of who they are like this is a common thing right well as somebody that once had a hashtag that was literally blame keith i can totally relate to this that is it's, very true it, it's an awful feeling but no it's i think it's an easy crutch to fall on because things scare people that they don't understand and if there's some sort of trend or something that they don't understand it's easy to go ah kids these days i don't understand what they're doing and stuff like that so you know, you always hear the joke like oh back in my day i used to walk uphill three times and bubblegum was a quarter and you could see a movie for a dime and blah 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 blah, blah. all that stuff it's it's something that I think happens to all of us eventually. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's such a normal part, but I think the challenge is people are so sure that they're not going to be the next ones to do it. Like, oh no, my generation, we're going to be doing it differently. Like, I'm not going to be that, the guy that complains. And as they say that, usually that's you followed by complaint. Yep, as somebody that this has happened to more and more recently, it creeps up on you and hits you before you know it. <laughs> yep. And I think it is important that we talk about this on the podcast because I think that this is kind of like the first, I don't want to say like real, but more serious topic because even within the context of the games and the movies that we've covered, more so than just the games or the movies, it's also important, you know, the context and the time. Like I remember a couple of episodes ago, I made reference to something like Tropic Thunder and how I love mm -hmm. to watch that movie, but maybe that movie would not be made today. So I think those context pieces of like, in this case, the generational divides are important because it, it lets us know like, hey, when I was born, this is what it was all about, right? Like this was the mm -hmm. culture, this was the key uh, that led to everything we enjoy. Yeah, and if you look at the content that we've covered in this show, there is a bit of a skew to our generation. Like, if you go back and see all of the main episodes that we've done, even though it's not like a hard rule, it kind of leans towards the PS1, PS2, late 90s, early 2000s era, because that's what we grew up on. That's our nostalgia. So, we cover the things that we are comfortable with where if it was a bunch of boomers doing this well then they might be looking at something like oh well let's cover a star is born the original one with judy garland or something along those lines where everybody has that childhood media that's almost like a blanket or an old sweater that they go back to or even another example 
How many times don't, have I'm, we... I'm, don't even know why a star is born is the first thing that came to mind. I was actually going to ask things. that. I'm like, <laughs> you have never, never brought that movie up in any conversation on podcast or not yet. For whatever reason, Keith, like, did you have a dream or something that we got to talk about? I don't know. I don't know. But regardless, like, how many times have we had conversations like our generation where now it's like... Oh, like back in my days, we didn't have microtransactions. Back in my day, when you bought a game, you got it in full. Now you get the patches and now you get all of that. So the more we talk about this, it's like, yeah, there is like that definite generational divide. And and I do think that before we even carry forward, we do got to bring a little bit more context because, you know, you brought it up. It's like a lot of people are not exactly sure of when you say millennials, like what that actually is. So yeah. for this episode, I didn't we're realize have... I was a millennial until a few years ago. Yeah, it's like I've had a lot of people that complain about millennials, and I'm like, hey, dude, um, you, yeah, you got you some bad news are. for you. <laughs> yeah. So we have two articles that's going to be happening. I guess this episode is kind of sponsored by Ryan McNulty because you know this is a three man podcast, but we do these two man episodes, and he actually linked to us an article to which we're going to react to. So more so than just our opinions, we're going to use that as a guiding piece. But before that, I have an article here from kasasa.com. Can, can you say that name, Keith? It's K-A-S-A-S-A. I just want to hear you say that. Kasasa. It, it's like you kind of, it's, you roll with it in one syllable. Kasasa. Sounds amazing. But uh, as of 2019, they say, here's a breakdown by the ages. So baby boomers were born between 1946 and 1964, and they are currently between 56 and 71, 74 years old, which estimates to 71.6 million baby boomers in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Now, Generation X was born between 1965 and 1980. And again, not D-Generation X. Exactly. They very were, important. That's like five people. Even though Triple H is around that age, but for non-wrestling fans, uh, <laughs> uh, the, these were born between 1965 and 1980 and are currently between 40 to 55 years old and are account for 65 million people in the U.S. Now... This is where we get to our generation. Gen Y, or millennials, were born between 1981 and 1996. Once again, 1981, 1996. They are currently between 24 to 39 years old and account for 72.9 million people in the United States. All right. And then this next part is where I want to start slamming my head against my desk. Exactly. This is where it gets, uh, <laughs> this is where we begin. We are going to feel very old people. Okay. In this episode, then uh, generation Z is the newest generation to be named. And we're born between 1996 and 2015. They're currently between five to 24 years old and account for approximately 68 million people in the U S. So baby boomers, Gen X, millennials, and Gen Z. Uh, that's very important for the context of this whole conversation mm -hmm. and everybody that was born after 2015 we'll talk to you in a few years you're exactly. just learning like to... uh, we've we've not identified what you actually are i mean mm -hmm. this is like the transition with is it going to be like gen aa not like alcoholics anonymous but like you know when you go to the you end of the alphabet and then you go to like exactly the beginning it's like oh twice. man we reached the end i guess just like z1 z2 yeah, like z3. whose crappy decision was it to start at x like you got three right? letters to work with here right? why don't you start they, they with like gen so p or something yep 
So a lot of this argument, or I guess the, like the, the, the main article that we're going to quote is from an Australian website called the Sydney Morning Herald. This is the article that Ryan mentioned. This is also going to be available on the description of the YouTube section, or it's also going to be available on the podcast apps within the description. Yeah, I'm just going to make a note of that to make sure I remember yeah, to do we that. We actually <laughs> got to make that happen. So Keith is yeah. the one that does that one. And the article is Plot Twist. Millennials are getting the OK Boomer treatment from Gen Z. And they read, when OK Boomer became the standard response last year from millennials to dismiss the attitudes to the things they didn't like about the older generation, many baby boomers were frustrated. Now, in a real life plot twist, millennials are beginning to understand how they feel as Gen Z rises up. And this is where I'm going to ask you some people, <sighs> oh especially Keith, like this is where oh. we are going to field old AF, which is... Right now, Keith, uh, you are 29, right? Yes, I turn 30 this year. And I'm 30. I'm turning 31 next month. So have you had situations, whether it be at work, uh, social media? I, I know even though you don't use a lot of social media, you maybe browse through it, like Reddit's threads like also apply. Have you had situations where you look at the current generation, so you know, based on like 1994, 95 onward, and you look at that and you do judge something based on their actions or something that they use? Oh, absolutely. Like for me anyway, the thing that I find like the first front that this happens on, at least for myself, was music, where there comes a point in everybody's life. And like I joked about earlier, you don't know it's coming until it happens where you don't get the music anymore. Like all of a sudden you're like, hey, you like what's coming out. You like the new stuff. And then the new stuff stops making sense to you and now i'm closer to music like as my day job i work in radio so i hear a lot of it and there was a shift that happened like a year ago the exact uh person that this happened with was post malone and no offense to mr malone um, you do great work and you've made a lot of money but i was listening to it and i'm like i don't get it what's what's good about this and i know there's a lot of people that enjoy it and i understand it from that part but it was that like oh god am i old now moment where i'm not understanding what the kids like anymore and i'm staying in my comfortable bubble and all of a sudden songs like stairway to heaven start sounding a hell of a lot better to right. me than the new stuff and then you realize uh-oh it happened and it's it <laughs> and then it's over and I think you brought up a really good point because I think it's Ryan usually whenever we talk about, especially old movies that we've not watched. And, you know, we recently reviewed Paprika, but that's from 2006. So I'm saying like anything that we talk about, like early 90s, right? Um, it's something that we don't necessarily have nostalgia for. But when we do talk about something that even if it's like an artist that you didn't like, there's that level of comfort that that artist was from the year that I was a teenager. Therefore... I feel a little bit more comfortable than somebody I'm not familiarized with. Like so I us think we're and the Backstreet Boys. I mean, I, I love Backstreet Boys, though. So, like, I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> but like a lot of, I, I've seen threads online of kids nowadays saying, like, I mean, not all of them, obviously, but some things like, hey, it's like super hokey. And I think we just cannot help but have that. And I do want to bring up something. Uh, you're a, you're a big Harry Potter fan, Keith. I think you are. 
I enjoy the movies. Okay, you I like will them. in I will in no way say that I am like a giant fan, but I really enjoyed watching the movies and the ride at Universal Island Adventure is probably the coolest thing I've ever been on when we went together. Yeah, we actually went there, so but that could be <laughs> another story. But uh, in this article, they brought up and and I think a lot of this the the fire was lit by just people being attacked on social media. Like, did you know that Keith? People on social media actually like yeah. completely. Okay. Against All each right. other. Quick pause. Did you know here. that? Anybody listening here, quick PSA. Um, gather around Uncle Keith's Do learning tree. Coffee. Don't hurt, attack people on social media. Like, there's so much negativity in the world. Let's not add to it. If you've gone on social media and, be, and non-jokingly been like, oh, well, that sucks. You're wrong or something like that. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. I think that right there is like, maybe the main point of all this because it's very different than I think social media and, and you know, I'm going to point out a couple of examples for everybody. This is going to be quite the ex- experimental episode, right? Because there's a mm-hmm. lot of layers here where say Keith and I, say you and I work in the same place, but I'm, I don't know, I'm like 20 or 45. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm listening to something in my radio or, you know, Spotify or something that you can't associate with, but that doesn't mean you're going to walk over to you my desk. You shouldn't dismiss it. You should be like, well, I don't get this, but it's not like, oh, well, this is bad. Exactly. But then the problem is, ironically enough, it's like in it's a one-on-one environment, so you're not getting anybody else involved. But when it comes to social media, the same thing can happen. All of a sudden, I respond to you, hey, your music sucks, but then it gets, maybe it becomes a viral tweet and it becomes a whole argument. And it's like, this could have been solved in a DM, right? Just like, hey, mm-hmm. or guess what? If you don't like something, that doesn't mean you have to go out of your way to ruin somebody's day. And I think that is where this article takes this uh, next part here. It points out uh, Gen Z, aka the Zoomers, whew, that, that, that hurt there, are using the social media app TikTok. I remember like this article. TikTok is a, is a whole nother conversation right now, okay? Yeah. They've, they've been using TikTok. Again. I don't get TikTok. Yeah, but I don't get it either. All the power but, to I mean, you. <laughs> more power to those that use it. Uh, but they've been using TikTok to vent their frustration with being lumped in with Gen Y. In one now viral TikTok, user Mayapella looks at the camera and then delivers this stunning burn. I'm tired of boomers bunching Gen Z and millennials together because I personally don't want to be associated with people who think that who still think that Harry Potter movies are a personality trait. And I think like. Even before this episode, I was like, I don't, yeah, yeah, like, like, I want to give some context here where I didn't quite get why Ryan wanted us to talk about this. I read this and I'm not even a Harry Potter fan. I'm like, oh, that's what this is, right? Because I remember, especially in high school, I didn't watch Harry Potter. Like, it's like, cool, right? But so many people attack me because I didn't, because they would just assume I had watched them. It's like, which house do you belong to? I'm like, um, my, my mother's house yeah, where I sleep. I live down the street about five minutes from here. Exactly. So I get why Gen Z, the Zoomers, Keith, would be offended because the Boomers, they see all of us as like the online generation, right? They lump everybody from the 90s onward, from 81 onward. Hey, you're all like using that internet, as uh, George Bushwin said. And I get why they would be offended because you're lumping just all of these decades upon decades together. Can you sort of understand why they would feel attacked? Because they're a younger generation being lumped into with with these old guys right now. I guess, but 
attacked seems like a very strong word for it. Like, I don't know. I kind of look at it from two ways. Like, yes, okay, be proud of who you are. If you want to take the generation thing and that is you who you are, then absolutely, all the power to you, do it. But at the same time, if somebody is like if somebody is on social media and they are given that platform to basically scream into the void because that's what social media is and they're like lumping people together like it's it's weird to word this without like sounding rude but like why why are you letting that get in your head? Like, why, why don't you just let the person scream in the corner and be okay and then just, like, move on? Why, why do you need to f- feel attacked? Do you know what I mean? I actually get you because it's a very difficult conversation because we are not that generation, right? And that Olo makes yeah, us sound old. And, and, and it, makes us, it makes it hard to say because, like, as this millennial group, and, oh, I may want to roll my eyes just saying yeah. this. Like, <laughs> we, don't, we don't understand the boomers the same way that the oh, boomers you, Keith, don't you understand. Just said we don't understand. You know who says that? An old person does, Keith, an old person, okay? You're right. But, like, it's going back to this fatal four-way thing that you talked about. It's everybody that's mad at everybody, like, as millennials, we don't get Gen X or the Boomers or the Gen Z and the Gen Z are mad at us and then they're mad at the Boomers because they compared us and then that makes us mad at the Gen X at the same time and it's all confusing and everybody hates everybody at the end of the day and it just becomes a giant negativity cesspool and then the world need, would be better off without it. I think the I think part of the reason like uh, you know outside of like these this podcast and all that I do a lot of work in the community and what I assume the reason is they feel so attacked, you know, I'm referring to the later generations after the millennial generation, is that we grew up with technology, but technology didn't grow up with us, right? It's like, we used it, it was like a neat thing, right? But I remember... That's, actually, that's like, really well the, said. The best yeah. example for me is, I could be suspended in school. I would actually be suspended in school growing up, up until like 11th grade, if I brought in a phone. Nowadays, school was not, well, schools would not allow you in school without a phone, out of security and all that. So I think we got to keep in mind that there's this dependency of technology. And this article even points out that that those later generations are still trying to identify who they are, right? Because for us, like, even go on social media, right? It is so defined. Like right now, the 90s are in. You look up like 90s is a nostalgic thing from like the old cups. I mean, we've talked about 90s snacks. So it's very well defined. I think those later generations, because they're still trying to identify who they are, they're looking at the boobers, just lumping them up with us. And they're kind of going like, no, 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 no. Like, hey, like I'm still figuring myself out. Like do not lump mm-hmm. you up with those 30-year-olds. And I think there's a bit of a diminishing return when it comes to everything that comes after you, right? Trying to go on like the other side of this, um, this argument and look at the attacker's perspective. If you like, if you are lumped with this label, then everything after you, like, you kind of stop caring about it, right? For the person that's like, oh, okay, well, I'm a baby boomer, and then there's your generation, and then everything else that comes after it, and why bother learning it? You know what I mean? So I can see it from that point as well. Yeah, because 
I think that baby boomer generation, which like my mother's part of that generation, right? It's like they kind of knew what we were because the 90s were not far enough from them mm-hmm. that they saw but that at the growth. same time, you would look at it. And I think that's how we look at the other generations today that come after us. Like you look at it as the kids. You don't look at it as millennials, at least in my opinion, anyway, you don't look at it as, oh, like, these are the Gen Zs, these are the Gen Y.2s, like, it's the kids. Anything younger than you by a significant margin is children, the kids these days. And we don't even realize that the kids is a nice way of saying, not kids, it's a a way of saying, hey, you're less than me. Yeah, yeah, it's like you're like you have it so good because Mac oh, back in your my damn day. avocado toast, kids. <laughs> yeah, the avocado toast. And here's actually a really good example. So there's a couple of tweets or, or there are screenshots from this TikTok video. So once again, uh, credit to my appella on TikTok. I don't even know like TikTok's running through its own problem. So I don't know what's happening right there. Yeah, is it legal still or is that a I thing? don't know. I really don't even know. But there's a couple of comments and there's this thread. Uh, I'm just going to read a couple. They say they be okay. So remember, these are these are Gen Z talking about millennials, right? So mm-hmm. keep that in mind. They be 34 talking about I'm a Hufflepuff, like grow up and do a line of coke already. Which like first of all, whoa, that that that's a up, little intense. Yeah. Uh, or he here's one that I'm like, oof. Even I don't do this, and I feel attacked. Or that BuzzFeed knows their favorite wine because right now, because nostalgia is a thing, but I don't think baby boomer generation associates with nostalgia. They think like that was oldies for them. For us, it's nostalgia. You know, how many times have you seen a BuzzFeed article, the 10 things that you missed from the 90s? It's like, oh my goodness, I saw. Oh Oh my God, puka shells. I remember them. So I, I totally get that. And they even have here, millennials will attack you if you disrespect their Harry Potter house. So even myself, that I didn't drink wine at that point, I didn't care about Harry Potter, I completely understand that that like sort of like making fun of that. But then the millennials, Keith, the millennials struck back. So this is like, this is still happening. Uh... So get ready, Keith. Uh, like, first world problems, Twitter war, bull tight generational wars. Okay, so... You're making my head hurt now. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, like, you knew that was going to happen in this uh, episode, people. I don't, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. So here, uh, our friend Ken, I mean, he's not my friend, but he's called our friend Ken on Twitter, wrote, Gen C doesn't know what it's like to play outside, to roam uh, the neighborhood untracked via smartphone. Us millennials, we were the last to have a real childhood. We were free and proud of our streets, like in the movies. We could spend three hours just grabbing sticks and beating the shit out of each other until we were black and blue, and that was a fun day outside. Exactly, and and look, here's the thing. Here's the actual difficult part. I have to admit, I have had conversations where I have said, like, I do think the millennial generation is is sort of the gateway between the generation that did not have technology in regular access and the ones that did afterwards. So I get- Well, it's true because with us, technology grew. Like if you think about our lifetime and just how exponentially fast the internet and technology and just smart devices like blew up, we we are that like that middle ground. We are that connection generation, quote unquote, because we grew up with it and now it's fully grown 
grown and it's there for people as they grow into it where we grew with it oh boy if these are previous quotes that made you feel old this one you are gonna they feel don't attacked. make me feel old but they make me feel angry <laughs> no this one's gonna make you feel angry and old because this one comes from the article and i quote millennials still feel young and feel a sense of oh, i need a moment now millennials still feel young and feel a sense of relevance but they're also bridging a generation matten explains what might be surprising to Gen Y is how quickly they are being suspended by the more tech-savvy... Uh, oh, oh no, not, not suspended. They are being superseded, <laughs> way different, yeah, by the different. more techy-savvy generation who are emerging and entering the workforce and redefining the way we socialize, work, play, and build relationships. That suddenly makes millennials feel old or older than they perhaps realized. And that's actually an incredible point because... We grew up in a time where technology Kinda. was still coming in, but I, I think, and just even looking at your face, I know we can't help but but def, to, but uh, but defend this. We're both millennials. Naturally, it is going to happen, but there is but something actually, to somebody like, honestly, that is born later. I disagree with that entirely where it isn't just like a millennial problem because like I mentioned, I worked in our, I work in radio as my day job. When I go to work, some of the people that have been doing it for 10, 15 years love to tell stories about like, oh, well, we didn't have computers and all the commercials and songs were on cassette and the DJ was in the booth going and switching CDs and cassettes and stuff like this isn't a unique problem to to our generation it's just the technology that we're on is different where everybody's been through it but it's just that the fact that there's like where we are in 2020 minus the whole world ending thing that's the current it seems new because that's what's currently happening, but it's been a recurring circle since the dawn of time, pretty much. Like when cavemen discovered fire, then you had the the people that were without fire or slowly getting phased out of the caves, probably. You had that conversation going on. So it's not unique. It's not new. So from that respect, I disagree. And I think there's uh, two more really interesting points about this. For me, it's that even even though I'm technically a millennial, when you look at a lot of the traditional traits, let's call it of a millennial, I didn't really have them. I've never been this person that I obsessed over falling into one of these 10 slots, right? I'm like, I'm me. And whatever that is, I guess that's fine. Like, I that's even, the 11 slot. It's the 11 slot. Oh, ooh, that is another podcast we could do then. That, that's like the new that's, one. That's a good name yeah, for a okay. podcast. Actually, we should... Okay, people, do not yeah. buy that domain. Just, exactly. Keith, you I'm going to write that one down right too. All right, Just put the case, link in the work. description and buy that domain. All Let's right. do that. No, but uh, I think it is a matter of like that. That's one thing, right? The other one is that I think where it is different is before... We had the water cooler talk or the comparison that I did where if you and I worked in the same environment, it would be a lot easier. But social media makes it so accessible. Like all jokes aside, look at something like TikTok, right? The fact that I've seen 12, 13, 14 year olds be in articles where they have not thousands, sometimes they'll have like over a million viewers. And if the 12 year old in their bedroom doing some weird dance that I can't associate with, 
it, that's something that just would not happen back in the day, right? Just like when I was growing up, I still, if I wanted to make a film, yeah. I it's still because America's really do that. funniest home videos had like a lock on that market. <laughs> yeah, no, but even then, it's like imagine the fact that you had to like ship out that VHS now. Nothing stops you right now after this podcast from recording a video and publishing it. Sure, maybe it gets a whole lot of views, maybe it gets no views, but. I think people are, are are so obsessed over immediately identifying who they are now instead of just like, hey, give it time, man. Like, I don't think anybody grew up in the 90s. Like, I don't remember growing up being like, oh, this is what the 90s is all about. Like the Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears and NSYNC and VHS tapes. Like that happened afterwards. That happened like after after we had a chance to grow up. That's when you identify, right? Like, I never hmm. looked at Titanic and thinking like, oh, man, I'm going to be nostalgic for this movie in 20 years. That happened many years after. So I think it's a matter of just like enjoy the ride. And when it's time to identify with something, just do it. But don't attack everything else along the way. It's true. If If wrestling has taught me one thing as a fan is that when you look back at something, you look back at the good stuff. You remember the stuff you want to remember, and that's where nostalgia comes from. You don't remember the hour and 50 minutes of bad television every Monday nights on Monday Night Raw. You remember the 10 minutes that Stone Cold Steve Austin was and talk about how great it was back then. So you are able to nitpick the good stuff. And then from the other side of it, you're able to nitpick the important stuff and use it as reference. Whether you like it or not, of the early 2000s and late 90s, Harry Potter was a huge thing. It might not be a huge thing to you, but it's on that scale of something like a Britney Spears, like a Backstreet Boys, like a Terminator, like a Star is Born, I guess. But <laughs> then you're able to take that and use that as an example to attack something that maybe you don't understand. Yeah, like even ironically enough, you know, we keep mentioning TikTok because it is where a lot of this blew up, but TikTok is that for a lot of people. I to remember me, TikTok is a Kesha album, damn it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, how's Kesha doing? I, I forgot. Like the completely off topic, but like I know like there was those legal battles or whatever, but what I wanted to say here is that you know, um, I think, I don't remember if we had this conversation on the podcast or not, but for us, like for me, a celebrity back in, in the 90s or the 2000s was somebody that you saw on the big screen and that was a celebrity. But mm -hmm. modern celebrities are YouTubers, are influencers, or people from TikTok. And I'm not saying that's bad or good. I'm saying it's like, let's recognize that shit changes. It's not that complicated to comprehend, but for some reason, it's like, uh, here's another uh, tweet from Angela Belcamino. Gen Z has been subjected to the most mindless apps, app celebrities, and music an underdeveloped brain should have to endure. If we are struggling, good luck, kiddos. You know what I love about this quote? Let me actually just like dissect that quickly. So this is a millennial attacking the later generation it will be very mm -hmm. easy for me to look at that and just be because like, again everybody's just mad at everybody exactly and, and i could look at that and hypothetically i can attempt to justify and agree it's like you could easily say i'm gonna read the whole thing but just say change one thing the millennials have been subjected to the, to the most mindless apps app celebrities and music and underdeveloped brain should have to endure because 
even us millennials, we've been subjected to music that the boomer generation would say was like heavy metal was considered music for the devil. Like hip hop yeah. was very controversial. How many celebrities I remember people saying like, oh, that's your definition of a celebrity. So we just got to recognize like it's fine <laughs> if you're that, but just be real with yourself. Yeah, be like, and if hey, you take it, a, if you take it a generation past the boomers, it just gets like super human rightsy so you don't want to take it past the boomers at all exactly but uh people we hope you've enjoyed this uh this conversation where i think if there's a there's not like a, a conclusion necessarily right we're not reviewing yeah there's not there's not really it's just like it's we're pretty much two old men yelling at a cloud right now <laughs> yeah pretty much we've become but... the thing that we've talked about to destroy yep it is important though because I found myself actually using social media a lot less now because of all these attacks. Because let's take let's it's take a Twitter. Good way to live one. Yeah, no, it is a good way to live right now because like a lot of this I'm looking at through Twitter. So say I don't follow you on Twitter and I like I don't follow you and I don't like what you tweet. If I follow somebody that follows you and likes your tweet, I still get to see that damn tweet. So mm -hmm. my timeline has become just this cesspool of people that I don't agree with. And I'm like, hey, you know what? You know what I like to use Twitter for? To talk about freaking donuts, to share all of this. I've been using Twitter for 12 freaking years, people. I was one of the first 100 people in Puerto Rico to use Twitter for context. So it's like, wow, I pat yourself on the back yeah, a like, little you more for make that me one. Feel, oh, like I used Twitter before, <laughs> it was a damn app. I would have to inform people of what Twitter was, and people would be yeah. telling me, I have the boomers telling me that it didn't make sense. downloaded it on your phone. It was a weird and great day for you. It was amazing. But, but now it's become the cesspool, and I think it's because the irony of people having to attack other generations to make, feel, to make them feel better about themselves speaks, speaks of the problem that we have now, which is just like, freaking like what you like, and if you don't like something, you don't have to be an asshole and go out of your way to ruin somebody else's day. Is that, is that like the closing thing? Is that, is that like the, the positive Exactly. Quote? There's so much negativity in the world, and there's, it's not more prominent anywhere else than on social media. So next time you think about sending something mean, sending something hateful in a non-joking way, because, hey, let's be real. If you're making jokes and you're telling somebody on Twitter that posts a lot of pictures of donuts, like, I don't know, my co-host and telling them that they might need an episode of intervention soon. Hey, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny until it's not where you actually need that donut intervention. So stuff like that. I think if you, it's an understood mutual giggle, then it's okay. But if you're doing it to be vile, you're doing it to be nasty, just like the world has enough of that. Why do we need more? You know what I mean? As to, to quote one of my favorite Disney influencers, because that's a thing I watch. It's nice to be nice people. Just remember that it's nice to be nice. And speaking of it's nice to be nice, remember that if you want to keep the conversation going, we can talk about this on Discord. And I would love to actually have this conversation on the Discord, a cast of the past.com slash Discord. And that yeah, you way. You know what? Positive or negative? Because yeah. I'm, I'm walking away from this episode not sure how I came off. Like we said a lot of words, and I don't know if it's going to be something that's taken negatively or positively. So I'd love, I'd love to hear your, your input about it. It's not. 
it's not a winning argument, right? I think that is the problem is that when people no talk winners. about these things, they immediately go in, I'm right, you're wrong, here's why. That is not mm-hmm. the point of all this. So if anybody wants to it's talk not. about that. And I think, and hey, I'm sitting here thinking that's wrong. It's more, it should be more, I don't get it. I might try to understand it, but even yeah. then I might not. Exactly. So everybody, you can subscribe at youtube.com slash a cast to the past. And if you want to support the podcast, you can leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, even on Facebook, facebook.com slash a cast to the past. And then next week, this fine gentleman and myself are going to have another expansive, extended conversation about a topic related to uh, video games. We're actually going to be talking about this whole concept of decisions in video games. Do they matter, Keith? Send, leave, leave them a little teaser there. They do. Oh, okay. And they don't at the same time. Oh, come on. Don't, don't be I that sa- guy. I saved you Don't an be episode. that guy that plays both <laughs> sides and just, uh, screw it. We'll be back next Sunday. Go listen to Stairway to Heaven. Exactly. Just go listen to Stairway to Heaven. We'll be back next Sunday with another episode of a cast. To the past. Ryan, please judge us and let us know uh, how we did. If you approve of uh, both of us as the older millennial of the three, you are the wise man, my friend. I need some avocado toast after this episode. Oh, yeah. 